All right, all right, all right. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Relationship Stuff 101 podcast. Welcome back to the Purple Pill Perspective here on YouTube. <clears throat> so, guys, what are we talking about this morning, this afternoon, and this evening? Um, this conversation is it's not a dad conversation, it's not a mom conversation. It's a parental conversation that we're having today. Um, we're taking a little break from Lust, Lies, and Murder. I want to thank you guys uh, for checking out those videos, those videos, and listening to those podcasts. If you haven't listened to them, they're on the podcast. They're here on the channel. You can check them out. I want to thank you guys. Those videos, those podcasts have really been getting uh, a lot of attention. But we're taking some time this week, and my wife, brought this conversation to me and sent me a link and it was a link of some young kids um talking with the gentleman on his podcast about taking advantage of their moms and when their dad is trying to discipline them they would take advantage of mom in order to get the dad to back off their case in history, uh, dads usually plays the role of the provider. He plays the role of the working man. He plays the role of the, uh, how you would say, the monarch of the family. And he plays the role of the enforcer. And he brings this stability to the household. This is the, this is the role the man is supposed to play. And if those duties are in some way um, mocked or in some way taken away or in some way decreased, the father does not have the strength and ability to inflict this same type of understanding on his son and what his sons are supposed to do. In society, there is many, many children without fathers. There are many boys who grow up without their father. And we see the outcome of these boys who grow up without their fathers and how many of these boys turn out to be more like the women that, that, that raised them than their dads. Now, a lot of women will say, oh, you you trying to strike out against me. You know, as a single mom, it's hard, blah, blah, blah. But we all know, and through research and the general consensus is that it takes a man to raise a boy. The bo A boy can only become a man by being raised by a man. A boy can't become a man by being raised by mom. That's a true fact. Mom should focus on raising the daughter to help the daughter understand what she needs to be. Now, doing my research, I had to look into what does it mean to be a dad? Like most men don't know what it means to be a dad. What does it mean to be a dad? And in this video, in this podcast that I'm watching, the little boys are talking about how the dad is trying to give them structure. And as he's trying to give them structure, they go cower and go hide behind their mother or they go 
um, hung up against their mom so that her automatic motherly instincts kick in and she breaks dad and tells dad to back off of the son. So this takes away his strength and his power to bring stability and understanding and focus and determination to the boy. Is mom wrong for this? Maybe not or not because the son is taking advantage of her. The son understands that mom is going to protect him emotionally because he is feeling scared and afraid of dad's advancements. So the son as many children do when they're trying to, when they have a parent, they have a, the children are like this. They have a parent that's focused on their advancement. And sometimes they have a parent that is more focused on what they're doing and what they have to do in the household. So they ask for the other parent to do most of the disciplining. Now, my wife and I have been talking and we noticed that as a team, we're stronger. So as a team, you are more stronger when you're trying to discipline the children as in having one person, excuse me, trying to discipline the children. But what we're talking about, we're not talking about disciplining. We're talking about structuring a way of being. And this way is only given by dad. So. A prime example, one of the boys said that his dad was asking him to do something. And he went and hugged on his mom and, and, you know, to ask indirectly, does he have to do it? And mom, you know, tells him, no, he doesn't have to do it. And, you know, dad is angered by this because what has just happened is that his parental Strength has been decreased. Now, I did more research and, and I looked into um, how parents would beat another parent against the other one. What does this have to do with uh, a son taking advantage of the mother? Now, if the son, as many kids know, when they see parents beat against each other or when they see parents go at bat against each other, they would usually do things like this. The reason why I mentioned the parents being a team is because if the son tried to uh, manipulate or use the mother to his advantage, he would notice that he's going up against someone who agrees with the dad. And then he's more likely to listen to dad and to listen to what's being delivered to him. There's a lot of many different things that go on. And there's moms who are very, uh, how you want to say, um, protective of their sons. The protectiveness of their sons becomes so weird that the relationship becomes enmeshed. So the mom, if she sees the son in distress, she's in distress because there's this enmeshment. He's in distress, I'm in distress. 
He feels upset. I'm upset. He doesn't want you yelling at him. I don't want you yelling at him. Dad is having a losing battle. Because of this indirect enmeshment, it's causing conflict within the educational process of the son. So some people would say, how do you fix that? How do you go about teaching your son when your son has the understanding now that he can use you or he's used his mom to tear down your advancements, your, your, your offensive uh, advancement and use mom as a defense. How do you get through that? Well, what you first have to do is you first have to, once again, have conversations with mom in private. If you notice that the son is always doing this and you're talking to him, hey, son, could you go, uh, go in there and uh, freshen yourself up, brush your teeth, comb your hair, you know, brush your hair, create some waves, you know, do something of that nature. And the mom, no, he don't have to brush his hair. You know, he don't have to get waves just because you got waves, you know, and it's okay to not take a bath tonight. It's okay to not take a bath tonight. Wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> what are we talking about? <clears throat> you have to pull mom to the side. <clears throat> Excuse me, guys. You have to pull mom to the side, dad. And you have to respectfully not yell, not scream, not holler, not berate, not, you know, downplay, not use a lot of anger and bad talk to decrease mom's power to make yours bigger. So you want to speak to mom and say, hey, we're a team. We're in this together. You have to let me do what I have to do in order to bring our son to the proper place that he needs to be in order to be the best man that he can be on this planet. I understand that this educational process seems to be harsh or hard on him. I understand that you want to use your motherly energy to make him comfortable and feel great and loved again. But sometimes the love is hard, not too hard. I don't want you men to, uh, to misconstrue what I'm saying. I'm not saying hard as in you screaming and yelling and you're toxic. I'm saying hard as in, son, there are things that we need to do as people and as men that the world expects us to do and that our wives will expect us to do. And if we don't do these things and if we're not able to do these things, we will not feel like we are the leaders of the family. Some people say leaders of the family. You know, we all the leaders. We, everybody can be the rock. And, you know, everybody can be, 
you know, that stone. Everybody could be that piece. You're right. Everybody can be it. You understand? But what needs to be strictly understood is that in the design of life, in this grand dose design, you understand? In a divine sense, the man was given the strength and understanding to be a better leader. Now, I'm not being a womanizer. No, I'm not going against feminists. No, this is not a red pill conversation. None of that. The men was given the ability to be a leader. Because there's different ways of leading and different ways of looking at leading and being a leader. When the man calmly and purposely brings the wife along as an ally to help her understand we are in this together. The children become better leaders when they are led by great leaders. I, I usually don't Guys, if you listen to this podcast, if you've listened to me over the year and a half, this podcast has been active, you rarely heard me speak in this way. But a lot of the research that I've done acts for men to be real when they say, I'm taking on the leadership role. I'm taking on the role of producing leaders. To make an effective leader takes a lot of effective leadership. And if that leadership is, is diminished, or questioned in any way that leadership decreases and the family structure takes a huge blow. I'm not asking my son to stand at attention and put his hand up and say, yes, sir, yes, sir, sir, yes, sir. No, that's not what I'm doing. I'm trying to help my son understand that we are men. We think we build. We structure. We plan. We advance. We focus. That's what we do. We don't take our socks off and throw them across the room. We don't 
beat up on our little brothers and scream at our sisters. We don't throw tantrums because we're angry. No, no, no. He's saying that boys shouldn't be feminine and they, they shouldn't use emotions. He sounds toxic. No, I don't sound toxic. And this is not about me saying be masculine. Don't cry, blah, blah, blah. No, cry. Show your emotions. Show that you're upset. Show that you're afraid. Show that you're scared. But understand these emotions as well. And don't let these emotions bring you to being a person where you're tearing people down. You're angry, so you're tearing people down. You're emotional, so you're tearing people down. You're sad, so you're tearing people down. You want to be petty. You want to say and do things to show people pain, to inflict pain on others. That's not what you're supposed to do. So why are you doing it? Why would you do it? These are conversations and things that dads are supposed to have conversations with their sons about. It goes back to what is a, what is a dad? What is a man? Society says you're a man at 21 years old. Just this what this just, just says you're a man. 21, you're a man. Well, what is a man? That's a huge question that's being thrown around the internet. What is a man? What does a man do? You will hear provide, lead. Doesn't cry, is not weak. It's not emotional. You hear many different things about what men aren't. But many people, if you do the, really do the research, they cannot truly tell you what men are. So I'm going to end this podcast by telling you what men are. In my opinion, well, I just gave you a lot of what I researched and what I looked at. And what I understood from what I read and saw. But what is a man? When I look at what a man is. When I look at how I am. You understand? I wake up. I go to work. While at work. I do my job. If there's an issue with someone or if there's a complaint from someone, I take care of that complaint. <clears throat> Excuse me. I handle that issue. If someone is yelling or screaming at me and getting out of control, I listen to them. I don't get in my feelings and yell back at them. They're not getting me emotional. I'm not going down the rabbit hole with them. I'm just listening to them speak.
after they're done with their issue, I find the proper tools or the proper items or the proper way to help them understand or to help them feel a lot better than they already do in this emotional state. If they throw things, catch a tantrum, get out of control. The job I have, it's my job to call the authorities and have the authorities handle the situation. If they throw something at me, it's not my job to go back and attack them because I've something's been thrown at me. Many people may disagree. Oh, I'm going to hit them. I'm going to get up out of my seat and go crazy. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. They're not just going to hit me with something. Yeah, and not, and not uh, feel my wrath. That's just what I'm going to do. It's an emotional response. It's an illogical response. It's the response that I see in society today that's trumped over having a more logical response. Oh, excuse me, sir. You, you've taken that too far now. Not understanding that an authoritative, straightforward voice would calm a situation faster than an emotion. Okay, sir, you've had enough. You've sat here, you've acted out. You've made yourself look really silly. He's sitting here doing the things you're doing. I'm going to need you to relax and calm down and have a seat until the authorities arrive. Have a seat right over there in that chair and do not move until the authorities arrive, sir. Do not throw another item. Do not catch another tantrum. Do not hit or scream or yell or holler again until the authorities show up. I need you to sit there and be quiet. Not a screaming match. What is what is that people say nowadays? Don't be a Karen or Tyrone, whatever they're saying. But all of these reactions are reactions that you're used to women having. The back and forth, the screaming downplaying a person, belittling them, saying I wish they would. All of these different lines are emotional responses. I don't have emotional responses like that. Men usually don't. When the United States decided to bomb Japan, FDR was not the one to do it. It was uh, Woodrow Wilson. 
if I'm correct, I believe it was Woodrow Wilson. When he decided to bomb Japan, this was based off the fact that Japan had been had been being really, really, really out of control. We've talked to you guys. I'm not saying that is right. I love Japan. Japan's one of my best countries. I'm just using this. If you if anyone from Japan is listening to this podcast, I'm not coming down on you guys. I'm using this as an example. We want you guys. You guys have retaliated against us. Now we have to show you the same that you're showing us. A direct attack wasn't an emotional one. Not much as it was a war. How do you want to say that? It wasn't an emotional one as much as it wasn't as it was a war tactic. Because many lives were going to be destroyed behind this. Excuse me. So the United States felt we have to end this as fast as we can because this country is not backing down. So when we make decisions to create casualties at war, Sometimes those decisions are not right, but they have to be made in order to save lives. You understand? What does that have to do with men versus the woman? And what does it have to do with mom versus dad? What does that have to do with the son taking advantage of mom? Well, let me break it down. The mom taking the strength away from the dad is Japan. The child is the United States. The dad is the president. So there has to be a formulated way to help Japan understand that you guys are out of control. And you're in the way of me producing a better America. So I have to use my A-game, A-bomb, to defuse this situation. I then have to talk to my son. In a way that makes him feel comfortable. In a way that makes him feel less afraid. In a way that makes him feel better about the conversations that we have. In a more calm voice. A direct voice. A voice in which he feels more attached to and wants to hear more of. Less yelling. Less berating. Let's putting him down. 
That way, mom can feel okay about the conversation. Never mind the fact having a conversation with mom to let her know when these conversations take place, you can sit at the table, but I'm going to deliver the meal. Doesn't mean your power is decreased. Doesn't mean that you're, you're less of a parent. Doesn't mean you're a bad parent. But we need to help our child understand that you can't be used to stop what naturally is supposed to happen. Hope that makes sense, guys. If you enjoyed this podcast, let me know. I'm going to put a question uh, on this podcast. Ask you guys if you enjoyed, let me know in that question. Let me know in the comment section of this video if you enjoyed this podcast. If you'd like to hear more podcasts like this, I hope I answered the question and I hope I made a lot of sense. Son, stop taking advantage of mom. Dads, try to use a better way of communicating with your son. That way, he doesn't have to feel. He needs to get away and go get that comfort from mom because he feels afraid, scared, or he just feels he needs to get away from what you're trying to give to him. If he does not have a safe haven, he has nowhere to go but to sit and listen to what's being structured. Don't be afraid to give your children what they need to become great adults. As a team, you guys are stronger. Once the unit is weakened and the child feel like he wins, indirectly the child has lost. Because he'll have a tough time building relationships with other people and you'll have a hard time being strong and inflicting the greatest how you want to say processes of life onto his family and his children and bringing his wife along to be the great partner and ally as well he would only manipulate people lie, steal and cheat that's the only thing he will become, a cheater, a liar, and a manipulator. If he starts off manipulating mom, he's going to start manipulating every other female out there and every other person out there, every other adult, teacher, person at McDonald's, the bank teller, give me the money. Oh, this feels good to manipulate. This feels great. I hope this podcast made sense. I hope this YouTube video makes sense, guys.
start a conversation in conversation in the comments. If you guys really like this type of podcast, if you like this type of uh, YouTube video, start a conversation in a podcast and I will bring more conversations like this to the forefront. I want to thank my wife for bringing this to my attention and for having me talk about this today because this helps me as well as a dad when I talk to my son. This helps my wife as well as my you as my second in command and as my ally, as my partner, as my teammate. So this helps me too. And I hope it helps you. I'll see you guys in the next one. As I sign out with my understanding, compared with your understanding, we can have a greater understanding. You've been listening to Relationship Stuff 101 podcast here on this Saturday, March 26, 2022. I've been your host, Shahir Henderson, and I'll catch y'all in the next one. Peace out.